WBS 87 Atlanta. WAEN FM Atlanta. WBHH and on iHeartRadio. The home of the Beat Break Morning Show with Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum, and the Wake Up Ladies. This is Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Street, street, street. Streaming online at BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Views and opinions expressed on this program does not necessarily reflect those of Beat Break 87 FM, Reach One Communications, volunteers, staff, and management of Reach One Communications. This portion of Beat Break Radio is only suitable for mature audiences and not suitable for young audiences. Listener discretion is advised. A pawn behaves like a pawn because it believes it's a pawn. A king rules. Because he commands power. This is where change begins. It's extraordinary that I'm still here. I'm still standing. Yeah. Nothing can prepare you for what is out there. Are you truly sure that you're ready to go on this voyage? I'm ready. And now I say we get to work. All right, everybody, let's get back to work. Y'all know what it is. It's Wednesday night, and that means it's time for the Boom Boom Room 40 and Up Facebook group radio takeover, and we are back in the building. Thank you guys for tuning in. I really, 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 really appreciate it. Don't forget, you can find us out there in them digital streets, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, YouTube, you name it. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, put the word out there. I really, really appreciate it. You're hanging out with your man Mario, and we are part of the Reach One Network, Beat Break 87 FM. And tonight we're going to be talking about current events, and we're going to mix in what we normally do. You know, I've been recently told that we are a bunch of socially conscious freaks, so and we're just going to keep that going. Um, <laughs> and I think Andrea, no, who coined that phrase? Was it? Dianetta or was it Andrea who coined that socially conscious freaks? I did. <laughs> okay, Dianetta coined the phrase. Um, but we 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 gonna definitely talk about the elephant in the room, the Derrick Chauvin trial, George Floyd. Uh do everybody feel that justice will serve? Was that vindication? Um, and we're gonna start it off with that. Daryl, you wanna kick that off and then we'll go to Dianetta straight after that. Um, if you were looking for me, I'm sorry. I had a little emergency to tend to. I had to turn the alarm off. <laughs> <laughs> Setting off alarms around here. I'm so hot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just want to say welcome uh, to the radio show. Welcome to the group 40, the Boom Boom Room 40 and up. Right now it's called the Backup Group, but we'll be changing that. Uh, I know I said I was going to change it before, but what it happened was um, I didn't. <laughs> but anyway, hello and welcome. That you just follow up by answering the question, Daryl. Uh, I know I'm I, like I said, I, I got a couple of few things going on over here. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about the Chauvin trial. I feel that justice was done because he was found guilty on all counts. Now, I've had some people ask, well, why didn't they go for first-degree murder? Because it's hard to prove a person's state of mind sometimes in order for them to have gotten him for 
first degree murder, they would have had to prove that that was what he set out to do that day. So they got him for the things that they could get him for, and they found him guilty on all three counts. Let's just see what the sentencing phase is about. Agreed, agreed. What about you, Di? Now, do you think justice was served? Or, uh, Definitely. Your- I think justice was served, but it's hard to say that there's vindication because we had a life that was lost. But definitely justice would serve. And I, I totally agree with uh, Daryl. I was listening to the news this morning and they were saying that uh, in order for them to have charged him with first degree murder, it had to have been premeditated. So with that being said, since he was guilty of all counts, then I think justice would serve was even more the icing on the cake was when they revoked his bail, which means he had to, they had to put that jewelry around his wrist and he had to go visit the, the, the state for a while. Well, this, I guess it's the county or the city for right now because I think they said they were going to remand him to the Hinneman County um, Jail. But um, let's see what's going to happen when it comes to the sentencing because from what I understand, the uh, first count itself, he can get as much as 40 years. So he needs to, he, he doesn't need to have a slap on the wrist. He definitely needs to serve some serious time behind this because the life was lost. Yeah, yeah. In I, his, in his original, because originally he had made a plea deal, but it was with the feds. And Barb would not sign off on it because he didn't want to be the one to say, okay, well, this is all that should happen to this man. He said, I want to see what these people want to do and whatever they want to do is what will be done. Because he had already accepted a plea deal that had some substantial jail time. But now, all of that's out the window. Yeah. But if he had had some fed time, they would have sent him to, it would have been like a country club. That, you know, because he was a law enforcement officer. That, that That's not fair. No, it's not. But that's the way they were trying to rig it. It just right. didn't. Just like when his wife was trying to divorce him so that their assets could not be attached in a wrongful death or, uh, you know, something that was outside of the criminal right. part of right. it. And the judge said, nope, you ain't never filed for a divorce before. You never filed for anything. And I understand what you're trying to do here, and I'm not going to allow you to do it. Yeah, and another thing that they need to keep an eye on too is people saw the 45 years, the 15 and the 10. Those are maximums. That is not necessarily what they might he might be sentenced to. You know what yeah. I mean? Right, so right. with all that being passed, even though he got convicted of three accounts, somebody could go in and say, you know what? I think it's only worth eight to 10 years because none of those were life sentences. So he's eligible to get out. It's not like, you know, it was a, without the possibility of parole or anything like that. So you got to keep an eye. I think they say in eight weeks, you got to keep your eye on what he's actually going to be sentenced to because everybody's happy he got the conviction, but you don't know what type of time he actually going to serve. Right. I, think, I think they're going to give him at least 25, 30 years combined. Now, whether they run it concurrently or consecutively for those of you who don't know if you get three sentences of 15 years and they are to run concurrently then it all amounts to one 15 year sentence because all three 15 year sentences run at the same time yeah 
run them consecutive, it could be 40, it would be 45 years. 15 for this one, 15 for this one, and 15 for this one. You start on your second one after you finish your requirements for the first one, and then you finish your third one after you finish your requirements for the second one, and then you're eligible for parole. Yep, and, and this the thing too, like you said, they could do it that way. They Let's say you say 25 to 30 years. They could sentence him to that, but say he's eligible for parole in six, seven, or eight. So even though they give him 30, that don't mean he gonna serve 30. Well, actually, to be honest, a lot of that changed. <coughs> because with the violent crime, in most states, you do 85% of that time. You bring 85% of that to the door before they'll even consider parole for you. Well, that's that's a lot of time. I just read today that, the you know, the girl who... Um, shot the guy for eating the ice cream they say she's already eligible for parole in two years so i didn't somebody shot somebody for eating ice cream you know the the the, the cop who went in the wrong apartment you know that that girl who only got 10 years but yeah, she only got how many did she get 12 years 10. well so, i don't think she's gonna be eligible in two years because well what did they find her guilty I don't know. I, I, I read it today that they saying she is eligible for parole in two years. That don't mean she going to get it. No, that don't mean she going to get it. But I'm just saying that it seemed like she just recently, you know, went to jail and in and, and two years. You know, I, why I, that? you know why I feel like that? Because we did for a damn day at that time. I bet yeah. it don't feel like yesterday to her. No, no, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with that 100 percent. So, <laughs> so, uh, Reezy, well, what, are, what are you thinking about this? Well, just to serve, how you feel about it? Give, give us your opinion. Actually, I was, I didn't really think that they were going to convict him. But, yeah, I think justice was served. Uh, I just got into an argument with one of my Facebook friends about it. Uh, he was saying it's bullshit that they convicted him. Uh, because they don't think that he no. actually did anything wrong. Yeah, because your friend, uh, your friend is your friend. <laughs> no, nah, he's just a Facebook friend. He ain't no, my no, friend. No, I'm saying he's just, <laughs> he's just your friend, but something's wrong with him. And I told him he's talking bullshit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I told him he, uh, he's wrong. You know, yeah. uh, what he did was wrong. You know, they trying to bring up that he was shooting heroin, that he was trying to, you know, do, uh, uh, buy something with a fake twenty dollar bill. They was bringing all this other, bringing all this other stuff. Up, so I said, and it don't make no difference. What he did was wrong. You can't be standing on somebody's neck. Yeah, he had a counter. So he got what he deserved. And you know what he did? I, I believe he got what he deserved. Because they already had the man in the car. You had him in the car. You take him out of the car. Yeah, exactly. To put your knee on his neck. But now they found Derek guilty today on all three counts. Let's not forget that there are three more police officers to be tried on this same right. case. Right. Yeah, there I, are three. I, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to bet money that those guys caught. Please, I, I, you know, I feel they will have since they found the main man. Yep, they're gonna cop, please, like a mug. But I don't know. So, wait a minute, they just gonna 
I mean, but aren't they just an accessory to it? No, they are an accessory, but aiding and abetting in a felony is different than just being that. They it's held his like hand down. They held his handcuffs up while his body was in a prone position, which cut off his hair even more. They yeah. weren't trying to do that. All of those officers have had training. There's a whole training department. And if it their actions did not follow their training, then they're culpable. Listen to me sounding all lawyerly and shit. <laughs> but that's the that's the same equivalence of the RICO law when they what they do with the gangs and, and the mafia and stuff like that. You may not have been actively participating in the crime, but if they decide to get all of y'all, y'all, y'all whole group and, and unit is gonna be locked up because they've created laws saying that you may not actively participate, in, but you are part your, of that group. Your heart was in it. <laughs> And besides, you know, after a certain point, I don't care if that was me or whatnot. I say, hey, look, you already got him, you know, uh, handcuffed and stuff. At the very least, turn the man or sit him. I don't care if you don't pick him up. Sit him up against the car or something. Put him back right. in, a, in a right position so just the optics of it all just look bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Many, many a night in solitary confinement because, you know, He's a police officer. They're not going to send that man out to general population. He got to go straight to check-in. Well, in today's world, the police got their own wings in prison, so he'll be amongst comrades of the crooked cops. And I had no idea. <laughs> he'll be yeah. amongst comrades, you know, other crooked cops. Yep. They got their whole, whole own little thing. So how you feel about that, Marlene? And welcome to the party. Hey, how are you? How's yeah. everybody? Um, How are you? I'm just happy. I'm, I'm happy with the results that was handed down to the officer. And I guess that's about it from, you know. So y'all remember a couple weeks ago when we was talking about this when the trial first started and me and Daryl were saying like that um, somewhere without us knowing somebody told like the police chief or the DA that this man here gonna have to take one for the team you know yep. what I mean so he, he gonna have to go to prison to keep the whole country from going crazy so yep. you know this whole brothers and brew type thing y'all might can do that but this ain't the one you can say y'all gotta let him yeah go. you can't say this one yeah that's no. what I'm saying. you gotta let him go he, he done for this was the knee that was heard all the way around the world. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. didn't just hear about the knee on the neck here. They heard about this across the globe. And across the globe, people were appalled. Yep. Yes. Yep. This is, I'm going to say it, some folks might not like it, but this and other events marks the beginning of the end of white privilege. You don't get to just do and say what the fuck you want to because you're white anymore. That shit has costs and consequences. Look how many people have thought they were just going to say what they wanted to say and lost their job. You lost your livelihood. Some of them done lost their home. But you did it to yourself. Actually, the society did it to you by giving you that white privilege. But they need to understand that that shit how dick is now. You're going to have to act like folks, like everybody else. It's not 
it's no longer okay for you to do it because you're white and I just I'm white I can do it no that shit is, is dying so I suggest you get on board quit playing and understand what it is okay alright Andrea bring bring it on home for us I agree with the verdict. I'm glad. I'm glad that he did get convicted because it's time. It really is. I mean, look at how many times that they have gotten away with doing things like this to us. George Zimmerman, Trayvon, he got off with it. Just I'm screaming, surprised. walked away. I'm surprised somebody didn't handle Zimmerman though. I mean, I don't advocate violence. I'm surprised somebody handle him. Handle him. But not only him, you know, you have so many others that they're just walking away from. Now, had that been a black cop, he would have he would have gotten his time last year. And when all did his time. But since, like Daryl said, white privilege, it got pushed off. But let me ask you this question. Like Daryl said, it was heard around the world. If we didn't have this video, but we just heard about it, do you think that this would have been the outcome? If we couldn't actually physically see it, but somebody just say, oh, he had witnesses would have said, oh, he had his knee on his neck for that long. Do you think that the, the video made no. the impact? It would have been a totally different right. outcome. Have it would have been. If they no, don't say he would have totally gotten away with that. I 100 percent believe that. So and that's where they go off that thing called hearsay. Mm-hmm. But when this right face and you're looking at it for nine whole fucking minutes, because the camera didn't move. They stayed on it. When when that happens, I mean you. There's nothing that anybody can say to refute that. Yeah. Man, you they, they did their best. They brought in all type of experts that even at, at when they was trying to talk about the carbon monoxide at that point, they were just insulting everybody's intelligence at that point. Yeah. Saying that the car, police car fumes contributed to the man's death. You're like, yeah. at that particular point, y'all just, y'all reaching at this point. Well, I'm glad you said that because I felt the same way. I said, okay, so now you're thinking that I'm crazy. Yeah. Right. Well, you want me to believe that. That's but I'm it. Not. That man, <laughs> defense attorney, he has to somehow, with all of this irrefutable evidence in front of your face, he has to come up with something that is plausibly. Uh, as they say, reasonable doubt. <laughs> as they say, reasonable doubt. Yeah, hey. he got to try to create some for his client. <laughs> I think we call him that. That's <laughs> bull crap right there. Yes, we call that pulling the rabbit out your ass right there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what lot, we call that. A lot of times, that's what defense lawyers have to do: pull a rabbit out their ass if the glove <laughs> not fit. You must acquit. Yeah. Even though I don't need to kill those people anyway. I don't believe OJ killed them. <clears throat> but his defense attorney with all of these people and a 
bunch of them was white people. I can say it. We can say it. We all grown here. Whole bunch of them was white people was dead set against that man getting off from that thing. But he had a defense attorney. Oh, well, he had a team. He had a team. He had a hell of a team. He had a dream team. And regardless of how much blood there was there and all of that kind of stuff, if the glove does not fit, you must quit. The gloves didn't fit. But now let's think about that for a second. If you take a brand new pair of leather gloves that fit you and put them in some goddamn water and let them dry out, you think they still gonna fit you? <laughs> but that's the thing. That's what I'm just saying. A defense attorney's job is hard. But that man trying to defend Chauvin had no possible chance in the world. So he had to try to pull a rabbit out of his ass to look like he was trying to do his job. Because if he... Yeah, yeah. He could lose his job and his license. But they went so far as to... They just, they just stopped short of saying that, well... After the autopsy, it showed signs that he had heart issues anyway. So in a couple yeah, of months, he would have yeah. been dead anyway. They just they right. stopped short of just saying that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Saying that uh, well, all well, he, if he was, had, had a couple of months to live, so let him live his couple of months. Yes. What did you kill him for? Yes. You know. Why they, did you need to kill him? Yeah. Cause yeah. it's it's part of history of this country. It's part of the practice of the country. They didn't kill him. They used to bring their families out to watch black people get killed, to get burned. Or they used to bring their families out to watch it. This was a social event. So yeah. thank God we aren't there anymore. But I mean, it, it's been a practice and it's been accepted. Do you know how many times they put my girl? I can't even think of her name right now. I've been elevating a little bit. Um, do you know how many times they put her in jail for singing that song that spoke or that spoke to people being burned and hung from trees. Um, Adelaide. James. Yeah, Etta James. Strange Fruit is the name of the song. You need to oh, watch yeah. that. I, yeah, I remember that song. Mm -hmm. yeah, you need to watch that documentary. Every time she did that song, they locked her up. They did, like, yeah. I was singing the song about what you were doing. Yeah. So I'm saying it's been a practice in this country to just not give a damn. And I just wish that these people would be more original. Stop stealing shit. We came up, actually it wasn't us. It was a millionaire, but Black Lives Matter. And then here they come with this bullshit about all lives. All lives matter. But well, let me tell yes, you. Yes, all lives matter, but everybody's not killing your race. No. They're killing ours. If all lives matter was a real freaking thing, then we would have never had to have Black Lives Matter. That's right. right. Yeah, it would have never been a need for that if all lives matter. When people say all lives matter to people that color, that's the equivalent to me of saying, yeah, but still. You know, yes, it, it, it's, exactly. it's, the, it's the same yeah, equivalent, yeah. Exactly. You know, because if, if it matters, like you said, those be the same people, like you said, uh, drag you out your home, then on, on go sit down at church and tell everybody who will listen that they're Christians on Sundays, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, uh -huh. and stuff like that, and, 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 and 
love to quote Bible scriptures, but I come to your house in the sheets and white sheets and stuff and, and burning people at the stake and, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's really not, especially since, uh, no, nah, I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that because you know the Bible said, who does the Bible say? First few words. Does it say in the beginning? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So, my thing is, if I've been here longer than you, how could you have been here? <laughs> how could you have been here if you wasn't here, though? I only mention that because I, 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 I've heard for years how back during slavery, how we were made to feel like, or they were made to feel like, because all of us weren't slaves. Um, they were made to feel like the Bible didn't include them. Come find out, the Bible didn't include nobody that wasn't there in the beginning. <laughs> That's just me playing the devil's advocate. Would like someone like to step in and just rescue it here? <laughs> <laughs> No, we, 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 we're gonna let you keep on digging that hole. No, we're gonna we're gonna let you hang on the line by that one by yourself. <laughs> okay, but I'm built for. Because it's time for the truth to be told. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> truth to be told. I mean, I'm not gonna be the one to just start preaching about stuff, but I'm just saying, just think about it. So, so it, it exists, and I'm just glad that that when it did happen they did peaceful protesting you know peaceful you know celebration and, and nobody didn't go all feel like got to break in footlocker wonders to get sneakers and stuff because something good happened Fine. yeah because they would have been called hoodlums they would have been called thugs but if white people when they turn over cars and light trash cans on fire and do shit they're called spirited young people. <laughs> you ever you ever noticed that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just spirited young people. But that shit has come to an end. It's time to act like folks, because they're going to start. So thinking. what did they call the individuals that attacked the Capitol? Um, they got a brand new word. They got a heavy, 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 heavy word. It is insurrectionist. <laughs> oh, that's a hell of a bad word right there. You wait to them you folks start getting insurrectionists. Yeah. You wait to them oh, folks okay. start getting them sentences though. They, and it ain't gonna be nothing light. It ain't gonna be no whole bunch of light stuff because you white and got privilege. It's not insurrection is that's like the only thing above that is treason. Treason, yeah. It just sounds like a word, I know. But no, that shit got some, that's got some heavy connotations. Those words right there. But the guy who was wearing the horns, I can't think of his name, but he's already said he's going to cooperate and tell, you know, who was doing what and, and how they planned it. And so they, 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 they done got to him. Because that's how they do. That's how they do. I'm telling you, they are vicious in large, large, large crowds. You get them motherfuckers individually. Now, I'm not saying there's not some some white people out here who are thorough and about their business because they do exist. 
But the average one, they a man in big numbers and crowds are you get a one on one, okay. Well, this is what happened. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he already said that, I'm gonna tell you, because at at its core it looked like as as we said before, like it was unorganized, looked like it was just people storming, but it it was the total opposite of that. They were well organized with electronics and 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 mapped out, and it, it was well put together than we ever thought it was. And I watched Trump's son tell him, "Come on, let's go down to the Capitol." I watched. Right. I watched him say that. So do they really have to figure out who told who to do what? Who gave the orders for what? This is like the lady that's from here in Texas. Um, she's a realtor. I forgot what her name was. She was saying, I thought, what did she say? I thought I was just doing what my president asked me to do. She, He asked me to come down and uh, support the rally. Mm -hmm. He sure did. And like a sheep, your ass went. And then he ain't getting nobody off the hook. Nope. No, that that's the thing. Didn't, didn't, didn't do nothing for him. He had a chance to pardon all of them. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, he, he had a chance to pardon them. He ain't do that. Like, if you was dumb enough to go do it, shit. <laughs> I got to gotta wash my dumb ass hands of it at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the thing about that was is that it wasn't like these was just low-level people. These are people with careers and professions, and on a normal day, you would swear they they know what they're talking about. They you would swear you you would go to these people for advice. These was lawyers and professors and and real people. And then all of a sudden they follow this man, like you said, like a sheep. How do you go from being a professor to this in one one afternoon? Because their profession doesn't bind their hatred and their racism is what binds them. So it explains to you that there's racism across the whole expanse from the man that works at the bait shop to the CEO of a corporation. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. True that. Yeah. So that's what binds them is the hatred and the racism which is stupid. How are you going to be mad at some Body about something that they had no choice about or in. I didn't know I was going to be black. You didn't know you was going to be black. It's not what you signed up for. You didn't pick out some shit on the list. If it was on the list, I'd have picked it. Because <laughs> being black is awesome. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's awesome. But um, you mad at somebody for being a, 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 a born into a family. You just mad, and here's what the, uh, here's what I think they're mad about. Shit, and I'm probably since I didn't already dug this hole. I think what they're mad about is because I went and saw a lot of these homes that had the Trump signs on, them, and they they were in places I wouldn't live. I think the hatred comes from being taught first of all, and then there are a lot of white people who are just not doing well in this society in this country. How is that when everything was set up for you? Everything is set up for white people to make it. And if you are not making it, 
I think the part that fucks them up is that they feel like they're a nigga. <laughs> they feel like they're a nigga. How in the hell can I be white and not be on top of this shit when everything is set up for me? That's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't want to just come out and say that if you are belonging to a certain part of society and you're not making it that you are a nigga. I don't want to say <laughs> No, that's not what you were saying. Mm-mm, it's not. I just don't want it, I don't want it to be misconstrued. I, I just people are angry at people about stupid shit. The color of their skin. And if yeah. you are angry at black people about the color of their skin, I'm just saying this is I'm, I'm talking to the racists now. If you wish that we had never been here, if all of that kind of shit, do you know how many other goddamn things wouldn't be here? Do you know how many other things? Do you understand the contribution of black people to this society, to this world? The cell phone that you probably listening to this shit on, that was a black man did that. Black man did that, the yeah. first transplant they just we taught y'all a lot of shit we gave you a lot of shit for you to be hating like you hate and it's just ridiculous right we raised your babies we uh gave them our breasts to, to, to feed too we fed you we didn't poison you it would have been easy to poison the whole goddamn family <laughs> but i'm just saying you yeah, because we, we, we grew your food. We worked yeah, in we, your kitchen. We, we, we could have easily, easily killed you. We grew your food. We worked in your kitchens. We are we cleaned your houses. We are loving. <laughs> we are loving. We don't go around thinking better than anybody, even though we're different. I, I'm not going to act like we're not different. We are different. But we share a lot of same qualities. Yeah. So yeah. why not act like folks? And we're forgiving people. I mean, we're the yeah. most forgiving race that I know. Yeah, because we well outnumbered white people in the South when slavery was going on. <laughs> I mean, just to give you know some fun facts, it was enough black people to fuck them white folks up. But that's not our nature. So stop hating us over dumb shit. Well, speaking of not not our nature, um, a lot of people are feeling some type of way about Maxine Waters coming out saying that, hey, if this don't go the way that we want it to go, maybe we should be a little bit more aggressive. Maybe we should start taking the fight to to them. And a lot of people, you know, feel some type of way about her saying, saying we need to be more aggressive. Why? Why, why are they mad? Why? They wasn't mad at Malcolm X. Oh, they, they, wasn't mad mad at, they wasn't mad at the Black Panthers. Them folks, them other folks is mad about that. You know what? People's mad at Kanye. Because Kanye wondered how slavery lasted so long. Basically, what he was saying is there were enough black people to kill every white person there and end this bullshit like they did in Haiti. Because when the French came to enslave in Haiti, the Haitians killed them motherfuckers. They killed they them. Did. That they did. Fuck up out of there. 
So <laughs> he's saying, well, why did he last? Well, they were they were upset with him. He was saying, why didn't we something about it? So Maxine Waters is one of those people who's tired of waiting for a motherfucker to act right. Because sometimes you got to make a motherfucker act right. They made Derek Chauvin act right in court today. Yeah. His will. And a lot of people were just saying that maybe she was trying to play to the younger crowd because the younger crowd don't think like we think. The younger right. crowd feel like, hey, let's fight back. Hey, we ain't taking this anymore because we kind of grew up in that era. Let's, you know, go along to get along type thing. Yeah. And, and they saying that the up and coming generation don't feel that way. Yeah, they don't. And they don't. I mean, here, here's the thing. People only last so long. Their feelings only last so long. Their emotions only last so long. People Oh, motherfucking long eventually a motherfucker gonna get up and fight eventually yeah. eventually you expect that. the first law of nature is self-preservation that's right so while I think and I hope we don't have to resort to violence I hope they get the message and start acting like folks because that's what everybody has always hoped. That's the mentality you were talking about. Let's just get along, go along, and just. But um, yeah, things are getting better slowly. But you know these new folks. <laughs> these new folks is them new folks. That's what I gotta say about that. Rebels. <laughs> 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 All right, we 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 gonna leave that right there, and then coming up after the break, <laughs> we gonna get into what we normally get into. We just had to throw some current events. We had to talk about that. You know what I mean? It's just it just wouldn't be right if we didn't talk about uh, George Floyd and uh, the justice form. So uh, we will catch you guys after the break. You're tuning in to Run Select Radio Show and Podcast, but it's Wednesday night, and it's the Boom Boom Room. 40 and up take over and we'll catch you guys after the break this portion of beat break radio is only suitable for mature audiences and not suitable for young audiences listener discretion is advised guys we are back from the break thank you for hanging out with the boom boom room 40 and up facebook group it's the radio takeover wednesday night y'all know how we do we're in here don't forget to follow us at facebook uh, twitter instagram we out there in them digital streets don't forget to go to the random select.com and beatbreakradiofm.com part of the reach one network where it's everything podcast uh first part of the show we just talked about the chauvin trial and everything else in between and in this part of the show we just gonna get into what we normally get into uh on wednesday nights and um um I'm, and i'm gonna ask this question to to everybody you know um let's start with dianetta dianetta 
at your current self, what would you go back and say to your 20 year old self? What advice would you give? I should have started saving more money and not be so negligent with uh, my finances. That's it. Now, with all the wealth, the, the, the wealth of knowledge you've gained over the last, I don't know, 25, 30 years, that's what you would say. That's the main thing, yeah. Nothing else. No. I I've I've <laughs> I had a pretty tame life as a young as a as a 20-year-old. Okay. What about you, Marlene? What is there? What would you say? Well, I guess that I would have um I would tell my 20-year-old self not to let your heart leave you in places that you should not have been. Okay, that sounds like that's a story behind that, but we ain't gonna <laughs> we, we ain't gonna ask about that. Thugs, huh? Never do it. chasing them thugs. You know, y'all be chasing them thugs and them bad boys. <laughs> y'all that's be- not exactly how that goes, but <laughs> kind of sorta. Of. It was close enough for government work, huh? <laughs> no, no. Okay. What about? I may not have even worded it right, but just right in my frame of mind, thinking about it, I guess leave me in places that I should not have been. Uh, is touchy to something a little different. Okay. All right. We got you. Um, <laughs> what about you, Reese? Um, what would your current self tell your younger self? that you need to fight for your baby. Oh. And if that means getting beat up, as long as you got your baby with you, it's all worth it. When you say baby, you mean a physical child or baby as you calling your 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 man mm, baby. I mean physical child. Oh, okay. Okay, that sounds like an even deeper story. We're going to move right yeah, along no, with that. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, all right, Daryl. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would you say to I'm, young you? I, I'm just talking to my wife about that right now because she's on the phone uh, on her break on the job. And she asked me, what would you tell your 20-year-old self? Well, in order to go back and talk to my 20-year-old self, I would have to be at the point that I'm already at. And what would I tell my 20-year-old self? I guess not a thing. Because if I had taken any other road, it would not have led me to be with my wife. I don't think I would tell myself anything knowing what I know now. I wish I could say that. Um, oh, me too. <laughs> man, I'm so happy. I am. You, when I talk, when I get on and talk about love, like in the group on these lives and stuff, I, I'm serious about that. Some people won't realize what love is until tomorrow. You know what I mean? Metaphorically speaking. Yeah. People won't realize how precious a thing, how strong 
strong a thing, how volatile a thing, how important a thing real love is until tomorrow. But I realized yesterday, and I know that if I went and told my 20-year-old self that maybe you should have stayed in the service for 20 years or maybe you should have gone and done this and go, none of those roads would have led me to this woman on this phone right here. And it may not mean a lot to everybody else, but I swear it means the world to me. It is more than money. It is more than, it is more than anything that I can put my hands on. Well, it don't have to mean anything to anybody else. It's, it's, it's you who it means something to. I promise you. <laughs> so, Andrea, you know, we ain't all as fortunate as Daryl. You you got anything you would tell your young self? Uh, yes, I will most definitely go back and tell myself to, uh, what, for one, finish college. Two, never get married. Ooh. until I actually was really ready well I was ready that person wasn't ready three save more I think we all pretty much feel like that yep. <laughs> yeah um well for me it, it'll be like 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 you said wouldn't have got married so young you know 25 and at 25 I wasn't ready to be nobody's husband you know what I mean? But did it anyway. You know what I'm saying? So by the time you get going good in life, you got kids and, you know, and you ain't even sure if y'all really know each other like that. You know what I'm saying? But you don't got no choice. Got to keep chugging along. You got the kids and all that. And I ain't saying it's all bad, but I would have waited. You know what I'm saying? It's just figure some things out first. You know what I mean? Um, but even, I mean, don't, don't feel like your age really have anything to do with that I I didn't get married young and my marriage didn't work out so um you know I just I just wouldn't I, I don't like to hear people say that they were too young because you know a lot of people who were young got married and has lived a long and successful marital life you know, I, 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 I just, I, you know. I wasn't speaking in general terms. That's just a bothersome thing to me when people say that. No, I, I think was, we should get married young. Oh, I know I, I think, was. <laughs> I wasn't saying it in I general terms. I think people. So, yeah, I, know I think I was. people should get married young. I really do. I, I think mm. even then, because even if it doesn't work out. I think it's less stressful and it's easier uh, to pick up and move on when you marry young and you make your mistakes because you're resilient when you're young. Well, let me go back and clear what I what I was saying. Yeah, me too. It wasn't that <laughs> it wasn't that I wasn't ready to be married young because I honestly actually was. It was just the person that I was married to. He wasn't ready for the marriage. Most men aren't. And that's, but that's, that's even, what I even was saying with, too. And even with saying that, he was older than me. Yeah. And 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 when I said young, I don't mean young in in in, in the general term. I'm strictly right. speaking for me. 
I yeah. was not ready because I'm talking about from a mental standpoint and doing dumb shit. You know what I mean? I, I was not yeah. ready. <laughs> I'm talking about taking, you know, people through unnecessary stuff. You know what I mean? That most men aren't ready. <laughs> women, women are settled. More women are way more settled um, than men are. Uh, at a young, at a younger age, I think they're just more family minded. Yes. Little girls, baby dolls, and they want families. They want husbands. They want a house. They want a. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Women, uh, uh, females are more nesters. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of nature. Oh my God! I don't want to be here without y'all. I don't want to be here without y'all. Women make everything better. Yeah. A good makes yeah. everything better for good. Everything. And when these fellas is out here talking about, well, what do you bring to the table? What is, man, if you a grown ass man and you don't know what a good woman brings to the table, I got a question for you. What in the hell have you been doing all of this time? Isn't that what you were supposed to be finding out? Isn't that part of it? <laughs> What have you been doing? If you don't know what a woman brings to the table, a good woman. But see, in order to know what a good woman brings to the table, I guess you got to kind of be a a good man. Good man. Yeah. And, yeah. and and it goes back to, like, let's say, you know, a guy like me, right? Then, then like, meet your father till you're, like, 33. The foundation of what, yeah. you, what you've been taught is very important. You know, yeah. as far as how to treat women and and you know, I learned from people about getting notches on your belt instead of quality women. And when you get older, you understand a good quality woman is worth right. a thousand notches on your belt. Right. You know what I mean? Ooh, so wait. so you, you that foundation when it's flawed, it, it leaves you doing flawed stuff. You know what I mean? Right. So you you can you can some men just truly don't know what a good woman is because like you said that they haven't had haven't walked too many miles in a good man's shoes you know what I mean and so yeah. you know that foundation is really important it is and I say that often that when I'm speaking about myself I have to remember that every young male didn't hear what I heard coming up yes 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 he didn't hear what I heard coming up because my father nor my grandfather, nor my uncle ever talked to me about sowing no wild oats. They never told me go out here and use nobody's daughter to get some practice. They never <laughs> they told me, my father and my grandfather, if you find a woman, if you're fortunate enough to find a woman, don't lie to her. Because she is going to be your ally in this life and she needs to know what is going on. Because how can she cover you thinking that you were at point A, but you were actually at point B? Never lie. And don't do it unless you plan to do it. They always told me, if you're not going to do something right, just leave it alone. Never have asked. But they always taught me the importance of a woman in my life, a good woman. And in order for me to attract a good woman, I need to be a good man. They, I heard things like, it'll never hurt you to be a gentleman. Right, right. I heard stuff like that. That's what I heard growing up. You always open a door for a woman. Yes. You know, there are just things that I, I was taught. 
But yeah. I know that hell doesn't hear that. Yes, because I was going to say for everything you just said, I was on the opposite end of that spectrum. Learning now, from people that ain't had no business teaching nobody nothing. You know what I mean? We need to be about the business of that. You got to go, baby. Yeah. All right. And and that's what I was saying earlier when when we saying you know what would you go back and tell your younger self is about you know you did so much dumbness and like you said when you got a good woman and you see that trust go out of her and and you and you see that she may forgive you but it never be the same and you spend the next six seven eight years trying to fix it trying to yeah. get that trust back and and no matter even when she say she trusts you it takes a long time for it yeah. to, to the point where. What you tell her, she had complete faith in. You know what yep. I mean? It takes a long time to get that back. Yeah, because she hears hoofbeats. That's oh. what I tell people about. Once you break a person's trust, it's like this story right here. This lady, I, I like women, so I'm going to use a lady. A lady was going to walk across the street. She was at the corner. She looked both ways. She didn't see anything, but she kept hearing these hoofbeats. But not seeing anything, she stepped out in the street. Well, when she stepped down the street, the horse stepped on her foot and broke it. Mm. So every time she comes to this corner, she hears hoofbeats. You, you said that you got off at five. She want to believe you got off yep, at five. Yep, yep. Them hoofbeats, them hoofbeats just don't let you quite trust. Them. And it does take a while to regain a person's trust. And I think one of the worst things a man can do is to fuck up, realize that he's fucked up, and then tell her how to get over it or how she should feel about it. Mm, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you I still mad that. at me by that? That was last year. You still mad at me by that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Girl, it wasn't that serious. It wasn't was that just, serious. Uh, it was that. Yep. <laughs> And and I, and I say that all the time. When a woman completely trusts you, you can see it in the way she looks at you. You, you know what I'm saying? You can see it in her face. You can see it in her eyes and stuff. And when that's not there, you can see that too when it's gone. You know what I mean? That's why I say this this, this love thing, man. It's, some people going to figure out what it is tomorrow. It, I mean, you know what kind of thing it is when somebody just wants to walk up and just, just smell you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just want to walk up. And, <laughs> hell yeah. oh, my dad so, used to preach a sermon. Uh, my dad used to preach a sermon to couples, and he would tell them, um, he would tell the men, what you pour into your woman is what she will bring back to you. So right. if you pour into love, trust, and give your all to to that woman. You you've got a, a beautiful thing there because she will pour those things back into you. Once you have broken that trust with a woman, it's very very hard. Yep. And like you said, Mario, she might tell you that she forgive you and it's all over, but in the back of her mind, she's just waiting for the next episode. Yep, and it only takes yeah. that one thing. You know what I mean? You can spend the next yeah. two years doing everything right, but if you do right. that one thing, see, I knew you were still that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that means she never let it, really let it go. Right. Yeah. It's kind of hard to let yes, go. I mean, of having your heart broken. That's right. That's right. It, it will <laughs> never 
you might forgive that person and you might make amends with that person and, and stay with that person and do all the things that you should do. But that relationship, once you break that vow, it's never going to be the same. No, it's not. It's never, ever, ever, ever going to be the same. But at the same time, playing the devil's advocate, it's not going to be the same. But it doesn't mean that it can't still be good. That's right. That's yeah, what that's I'm true, saying. True. Yeah. I, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It will. I mean, you may forgive that person, and y'all may go on and 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 and, and live a, a a good life together. But mm-hmm. just that one thing doesn't make it will will break what it actually was from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you know what? That's where acts of service come in because I can tell you anything. But when I show you my love, it's kind of hard to deny that. I think that helps it to, yeah. I think that to probably mull over a little better. I've never had to do that, but I I, I think that helps it to mull over because it's not what you're just saying to me, it's what I see from you. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's one of those type of things where as, 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 you get older, and then like Marlena said, sometimes older does not always translate into maturity, just like being young don't always translate into being immature. But sometimes right. when you get older, you do gain, you know, certain pockets of knowledge to make you understand that so much time was wasted doing bullshit. You know what I mean? Where you just could have been with this one particular person or y'all could have had a really great relationship because as men, and I know, I know this probably don't apply to you, Daryl, but you got people that you've had encounters with or, or things that you can't even remember their names or or, or, or or stuff like that. So it means it was pointless. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know what I mean? So you might as well just have taken all that time and dumped it into one particular person and, and made something really good out of but that. I got some of them. I don't want you to think that I'm not regular. Yeah, I was was a a teenager I was a young man at one point and although I never used anybody I'd be a liar and remiss uh, to say that sometimes it was just about chemistry and spark and we did it yes and that's what I'm saying you know and and then you'd be like you could say oh I remember you know I remember her she had, remember she had the red hair you, you can remember things about her but you can't even yeah. remember her name you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it means- and sometimes somebody can come up in your face and be like you don't remember when you asked me out such and such <laughs> wow oh well she wow. said she said you <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happens to y'all women too. Y'all got guys that y'all can't remember their <laughs> names. Hell yeah. Not I. That's, and I ain't no. proud to say that. Not I. I can't either because I think we've had this conversation before about one night stands. I've never had yeah, one. No, they don't have to be one night. They don't have to be one night stands. Yeah. You can do it one time, and then you might do it again, like lighter. But <laughs> oh, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
So when I was in my like 17, 18, 19, I was listening to everything that my parents told me and that my father and my grandfather told me, but it didn't, you know, I had to interject my own thing and it didn't nobody never tell me I couldn't get some as long as I had good intentions. <laughs> so I went about it that way from about 16 to 19. But then see, mine was a little different. I grew up a little different. Um, I could say my uncle because don't nobody know who my uncle is. See, I had a favorite uncle. And during the years that I was 16 to 19 years old, my uncle knew um, lots of ladies. He had, he had lady friends. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, <laughs> like about every damn weekend, about three or four of them would stop over the house and we would just all have tea and crimpets. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong. I knew that's what he was going He's so bad. Yeah, so... I grew up a little different. I never used a woman, never wanted to use a woman, but I done had hella fun with some women. <laughs> but they used you. But they was grown women. They didn't use me. Shit. They, <laughs> it, it was a barter system. See, you thought they were using me. They weren't using me. They were teaching me, and I was giving them the things that the men their age couldn't get. Oh, uh-uh. Oh. It was a barter system. They was teaching me, and in or and in to pay for this these lessons that these women was teaching me. The exchange was some physicalities. Oh, wow! <laughs> That's why I didn't like girls my age. When I was a teenager, you want to go hang? The hell is we hanging at the mall for? What we gonna do at the mall? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so there's that so yeah i got them days mario oh, i got them days see my grandma would have said that little boy right there he manish yeah <laughs> right. that was the word back then Look, i can remember when it started my <laughs> uncle used to sell stuff right so he would go down to little chinese shops downtown in chinatown buy this stuff and sell it to other people. So I was going, I used to go with him and help him load his car and shit. So one day we went and we was in this car and there was a lady driving and Ruth was sitting in the middle. My uncle was sitting up front. One of my little partners was sitting over here because he was going to help load and I was sitting right here. So they up in the front of the car and they started talking about balls and I laughed. Ruth said, do you even, what are you laughing about balls? Let me see. And reached back there and grabbed my shit. Oh. And that's how it all started. <laughs> and from that moment on, older women were his favorites. <laughs> yep, that's how that happened. But that's enough about that. Yeah, I ain't got no story <laughs> like that. <laughs> Man, I'm talking about every you just had notches on your belt. About every weekend from the age of 16 to 19. And you know, I'm sure there was a couple of weekends that was missed. But... <laughs> but it wasn't many, I'm sure. It was not many. Um I as I recall, I... there were not many that were missed. You are absolutely oh correct. Goodness. And, and I recall being very happy about that. I'm sure you were. 
So I was a young man. So as, <laughs> I was like, as women, y'all remember everybody y'all dated? I do. I I I was brought up in a very strict home and very much a girly girl. Um, there weren't many guys in my life. Um, and, and when there were, most of my relationships were long term. So there weren't many guys, you know. Because women remember guys. See, Mario, <clears throat> what you don't understand, women remember these guys because they're two categories. That's how they can remember them all. Not that there were that many. But they can remember them all because either they was the bomb. Oh, I remember he wasn't shit. Even my long term was wasn't shit. <laughs> I don't know. So you was you was doing some shit that wasn't no good for a long time. Oh. I didn't say well, he wasn't good. Okay. No, you just said it wasn't good. We just I don't have a moment. Shit. Oh, they wasn't shit. Well, we're gonna have a this have a moment of, this have a moment of silence for that shit. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> so so he was good, but was, what, I, he, I, he I was good, what, but wasn't shit. Too. He, oh, he was good. Great, oh Lord, was he good? Yeah, that's that's usually the one. <laughs> that's why I try not to give away secrets. I, I, hold them. <laughs> yeah, I hold them like ancient Chinese secrets. Cause them ones that can tear a woman's ass up a whole lot of times they ain't worth a damn. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. You know, he was he was especially that my 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 first we my first we dated for six years. Oh wow. When was yeah. your first? How old was you on your first? Uh 19. Oh, okay. And y'all dated for six years. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at 19, I, I definitely wasn't in no six-year relationship with nobody. Yeah, I wasn't in no six-year relationship <laughs> at 19. I mm-mm. no. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you, Andrea? You can remember oh, yeah. everybody you dated. Yes. Uh-huh. I, I guess it, women just see it different than us, I guess. I mean, you know. we <laughs> We got that to remember this, who we let in, you know. That and this right here, too. You know, sometimes women be lying and shit. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, shut up. <laughs> well, I'm not necessarily yes, saying. Some women do lie. Yeah, but I'm not necessarily saying the people that you let in. I'm just saying that you dated. Not everybody you dated, you let in. Yeah, true that too. But yeah, pretty much I remember. I. I hadn't really had that many boyfriends or anything like that, but yes, I remember. Oh, I even if it was, I remember a person. Even if it was just, uh, I met you one day, might have talked to you for a little minute, and I figured out uh, uh, this thing gonna work, and I holla. <laughs> oh, so that's how y'all you know. met. Y'all met at the same convent, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The federal I'm going to let you have that one. I mean, y- y'all are, I'll give you a credit. Y'all are some good girls. Um, I had a strict mama. I, I, I did too. When I came home from a date, my mama was smelling panties. Damn. 
God damn. You know what? I had a girlfriend like that. I don't think she ever smelled my panties. I had a I didn't know. I didn't know, but now I did not know that until I got grown. But yes, my mother told me that when I came home from date, she was smelling drawers. Oh my god! I had a girlfriend that when I would come don't, in. Don't they know you? Don't don't they know you washed after you? <laughs> yeah, Maybe she but, didn't think I did. I don't know, but I wasn't doing anything. I my mother was had passed before I um had any kind of sexual relations. So no. I had a girlfriend that would used to try to smell my drawers when I would come in, like I go hang out with the fellas. Uh-huh. <laughs> she would actually, I, and I, I can just say it. I would have to pull my pants down so she could smell my drawers. Oh wow! Damn. See, all of that, Damn. all of that is not necessary. Not necessary. Yeah. I, I don't want to date nobody that I have to do that kind of stuff. Me either. Me either. We only dated uh, shortly. It was brief. I'm sure it was. That because she yeah. was very, very insecure. Yeah, I would like be out with the fellas and but don't go home, come over my house. And I come over her house and she gotta smell them drawers. Golly. Wow. I don't Good I thing don't, I'm a clean man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because some guys drawers you don't want to smell. Believe me, you don't. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. something you probably don't even want to look at. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Not just smell, look at. Yeah, look can like. I a ask, mu- can I ask you? Can I ask you guys a question? Yes, go ahead. Would you put a time limit on on uh, what time your woman should come home if she goes out? Yep. You would. The time limit would be that if you realize that after the club, whatever, you and the girls going to breakfast. The time is for you to call me to let me know what that's what the fuck you're doing. No, you don't have to be home by a certain time. You're not a, a child, but there is such a thing as respect. Yes. But uh, no, if you're going out, if you hanging out with the girls, you hanging out with the girls. And if y'all going to breakfast after the, go on to the breakfast. I ain't got no problem, but don't Ex- go and don't call me. Because exactly. I'm not going to go and not call you. Exactly. I don't get it when women and men put time frames on each other as if fucking has a time frame. Well, they say that it does. As if they fucking say, up has a time frame. They <laughs> say it does. So you fucking know how they up say doesn't it? have a time frame. They got all these things. You need to be home by two o'clock. Yep, okay, well, I got some t- I got from ten to two to go fuck somebody if I want to. What what I'm saying is <laughs> at two o'clock the saying is, ain't nothing open after the clubs closed but some legs. <laughs> That's what my mama used to say. Yep. Yeah. Oh my ain't nothing God. open after the club closed but some legs. So yeah. Uh, well, she used to say, that, that, that damn kid don't bring you ass. Um, why it depend on where you at? If it's men and women now. I'm just saying. I'm just saying what, what, what city you're in. <laughs> Well, and yeah, my that mama might used to say uh, it was IHOP and some legs. So, <laughs> <laughs> but there's no time limit, like she said. I mean, it, it depends on how y'all really trying to get it to get in. I don't yeah. need that much time. You know what I mean? Thank you for right. the extra extra time. I guess we'll be watching Netflix or something for that rest of that time. But I don't need from ten to two. 
I'm gonna be tearing that ass up from ten. That's plenty of time. That's I'm gonna be tearing that ass team. up from ten to one forty-five. It's just me, you, and that ass. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So. I, I'm utilizing all the time. I need That's you to know that time. up front. Plenty, listen. That's plenty of time for you to do what you gotta do. Go to the club, get you a few drinks, come home smelling like sweat, dance two times. They smell like you just came from the club. I mean, for no, real though. I mean, that's a lot of time. That's a that's a lot of time. That's but you know what? You know, some people is, is not too smart, right? You know, some people <laughs> to be gone them four hours. I I would and never come put home. A time frame on come home on and smell my, like they just got out the shower. On my uh, friends, because I am, I am a one who will go out and stay out to six o'clock in the morning. You know, if I'm having, if I'm having fun with whoever I'm with, you know, if mm-hmm. I'm having fun, and I, and I don't want to come home, I don't want to come home. Right, so but uh, I, when you don't so, come home after a club close, all of that's fine. Phone need to ring. Exactly. I, I mean, I understand that. Okay. So I, you know, I've never been in. A, I've never been in a relationship where I had to, uh, you know, just come home at a certain time. I've never been like that. But yeah, yes, I'm moving from one place to another. For one thing, it's a safe thing to do to let your mate know where you're going. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a very safe thing to do. Because for several reasons. Yeah, because <laughs> if something happens to you, you know, he needs to know where the last place you were. Yep. That only work if you tell him the truth. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. It, it only works if you're telling the truth. But uh, I've never had, I hope, issues where uh, someone thought I was lying to them. I don't think so. Ladies, have you ever been in a position that when you go out to the club and you had a few drinks and had a little, few dances and you're feeling a little frisky, then you go home to your man and he'd be like, uh-uh, you done got started at the club, now you want to come up here and finish it off. And I thought that was what you're supposed to do. That's called... Um, N- no, no, mommy ain't never turned turn nothing down. When he when he tells you no, man, I don't know what man that is. I don't know who that me is. Either. Oh, I dated um, a guy like that. I sure did. That's oh, when yeah. you go in, and that's when you go in and just take it. Damn, what are you talking about? So when my man asked me, well, you know, if I'm if I'm going if I'm going out without him, and he says, "Where are you going?" I said, "I'm going to um shake my ass, smile at some men, so they buy me a drink." <laughs> that's what I say. You want? Well, I it's mean, the truth. I, hey, you can't be that's mad what at I'm that. Can't, can't be mad at that. Yeah, that's, that's what the I'm going to do. Shit, I mean, look, it's not I like I was sleeping to, with I'm anybody going, else. I'm going to the club. Yeah, I did I'm get going started to the club, at the club. Shake my but. ass, and I'm going to the bar to flirt with some men, so they'll buy me a drink. Yeah. But uh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to need to hear all of that. You just say you're going out. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't need to hear all of the rest of that. Yeah, I don't. That's why I'm going back. That's what I'm going to do. 
Okay. No, you ain't. You just going out. You ain't. You just going out. Because if you tell me you going out flirting, no, because he know what I'm gonna do. Because he's because he, he knows what I was going to do. Because he has actually come in the club when I was doing all of that. Oh wow! Yeah, hold on, you know wait why? a minute. That, 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 that's a whole total different scenario right there. That's Whoa. something different. Yeah, that's, that's why he different. was in the club. He you told him, he, no, because you, you told him you was going to flirt with some men, and he said, "Yeah, I think I'm think I'm gonna just go and put on a few clothes and just stroll on up into the club. Let's see how deep this flirting gonna get." Because you know good damn well if I'm your man. I can't tell you. I'm getting ready to go out here and flirt with some of these chicks, baby. See if I can get one. Do you the flirt every damn day? I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's saying it's a difference between you. It's implied and you him telling you. Yeah, yeah. If you know I'm gonna go out here and smile and do all of that, that's fine. But if I tell you that I'm gonna go out here and see if I can't get some of these skirts excited enough to get me a drink, I'll that's laugh. a whole, huh? <laughs> And my man said that to me, I would laugh and I would say, okay, I would laugh like hell because I would think it was funny. And I said, okay, babe, have fun. Mm-hmm. So that time when your when your man came to the club, they, they thought he was security when he was escorting you out that bitch one. <laughs> you just don't, no. He no, grabbed you by your arm like he was security. <laughs> no. He went to the bar and got him something to drink and watched me shake my ass on the dance floor because he doesn't dance. Yeah, because he, and he knew it was harmless. See, we we, we love you. We, we love you, Marlena. We all know that it's harmless if you get on the floor and shake your ass. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know how harmless. I mean, to some men, it wouldn't have been harmless. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's harmless. You can't some men, to some men, it wouldn't have been harmless. You can't even put your tongue in there. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's harmless. They can't put their tongue in there when I'm at the bar either. It's, it's harmless. It's all harmless. You can't put it's your tongue all harmless in. when I'm at the bar getting me some yeah. drinks. Too. Yeah, it, it sure is. If you can't put your tongue in it, it's harmless. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah, I'd be at the bar talking to Marlene and say, yeah, I would like to buy you a drink, but they don't take EBT cards up in here, so... <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't be talking to me either. <laughs> so we could just keep talking. What you want? You want to take well, this? Well, you go down there and talk to them other girls. <laughs> but look, I got wit though. In the See if they take wit. See if they take wit. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I can at least get you an orange juice. You can get the orange juice, <laughs> right? I was gonna say you can at least get me the orange juice, right? Yeah, I can at least get you an orange juice with this wit. Just hold yeah. on for a minute. You like low acid or no pork? Oh, that's <laughs> but, but what about what 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 Donetta said that she's come home hot and bothered and she's dealt with a person who said, "Nah, I don't want you because you 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 been you got started somewhere else." What type well, of dude does that? Well, I, this proves to us that uh, mental health issues are real. <laughs> I was gonna say something like that. Yeah, it proves us that. That's just proof of it right there. I I don't care how you got started. If you're gonna finish with me. He done already got him some while you was out, Donetta. Yeah. You know, the very first time that he did that to me, I was totally shocked. 
And okay. well, you should have been. Because if you were already in the propositions at the club and I came home to you. You been like you should have told. Her. I knew I should have gave Frankie some. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew I should have went on and gave it to him because he was looking good tonight. And you know what he told me? He said, "Girl, you gonna go home and your man ain't gonna give you nothing." Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> uh-uh, she said that she ain't gonna never get out of the house no more. Frankie is clairvoyant. <laughs> Frankie is clairvoyant. I knew I should have stayed with his ass. I just don't understand it because if you've already got the engine running, you're already in first, second gear. That, that I that, that's less work you got to do. You already to a certain point. All I got to do is just jump on and enjoy the ride. Exactly. Yep. And I mean, he would get up out of the bed. Oh my god! In the other room, or, in the other bedroom, or he would go in the living room and sleep on the sofa. That's no, your permanent. That's up. your permanent spot. That's your permanent spot. Oh we threw God. sleeping together. Yep, we threw sleeping together. I'm done. See, I'm I'm one of them people. I don't I don't take a lot of abuse. I don't. I will call the game in a motherfucking minute. I mean, being married, that's different. But just being in a relationship. Uh, no, I hopefully. wasn't married. To we were we were just in a relationship. Yeah, but I got you were in a relationship. That when I came home from the club. I would just go sleep on in the other room myself. I didn't even bother about getting in the bed with him. Dude, I wouldn't be getting in the bed with his ass no more. No, you don't get in, in there on that couch. That don't sound right. That I mean, that just I mean, no, <laughs> no, that don't sound right. That in my brain, that does not compute. Because if you already hot and bothered and ready to go, you can't do <gasps> more than that. Exactly, really? exactly. It seemed like all, you, I was gonna say. Every man should be happy that when his woman comes home, you know, and she reserved herself for you for him. Yeah, yeah. All right, there. (laughs) (laughs) I've been like, shit. She already hot and bothered. All I'm going to do is lick it twice in a circle, and she's done. (laughs) (laughs) She's done. She over there like you done been you the greatest lover since. Exactly. Don <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It don't take much. She already there. And then that might be that night where a few things that might have been off the table might be on the table that night. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hell yeah. Oh, a lady got mad at me. I told she was talking about her and, and dating these men with these small penises. I said, shit, that's the time for you to try anal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember from a previous Zoom, Marlena said that's a no. Marlene said that's you a see no. She's shaking her head. No, no fly zone. Marlena, you can't even breathe on her booty hole while you hitting it in doggy style. She tell you to turn your head, turn your head. Don't be breathing on it. <laughs> if I catch you looking at it too hard, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, Marlena, Marlena is uh. That's my friend. She is my not Maya. Maya. Wait a minute. I'm just saying that just visually thinking about that. If you're doing it from the back, you're trying to blow on her booty hole, you got a giraffe neck. <laughs> no, y'all, y'all sound like y'all got some weak breaths and shit. <laughs> you gotta have a, a, a long neck to make that happen. No, sir. Uh, all you gotta do is when you back up off of it, just look straight down and go. 
You gonna get lightheaded trying to make that reach. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. See, y'all got them weak reps. I, if, if I get on one of the machines, I send all the balls to the top. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I send all. I'm, if I was to take a breathing treatment, I send all the balls to the top, bro. So it ain't hard for me to blow on that thing. But Marlena said, if you look at it too hard, if she look back, if she look back there and catch you staring at it, she's starting to put her shit up. Because <laughs> she's gonna feel like you got lost me in your heart. <laughs> and then put her clothes on the table. She headed to the club. Hell yeah, I'm going. I'm going to get me some drinks because she was making me nervous. That's right. Keep looking at my booty hole like that. That's right. I need some alcohol. But there's some women that's gonna listen to this shit. They will be like, "Shit, I had to put it in his face so bad, so fast, so I took his breath." Definitely. Oh shit! Yeah. My butt toot up in the air, blow him. Uh, let me feel like you getting ready to touch my ass. So I'm gonna tighten up them cheeks <laughs> and lay down flat. <laughs> Oh wow, nigga! What you do? <laughs> Go home. But you got to be careful because see, some people got experience. When you tighten your booty hole up and go flat, they going with you. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't going with me nowhere. But they are straight to the bed, flat to the bed with you. She said she tightened it up like a pair of vice grips, so it ain't getting going in there. <laughs> So, but you know guys, what? What do you do if you meet a woman and y'all don't really talk about uh, anal sex, and then you attempt it, and they they just adamantly say no? What I mean, what do you do? Move back to the move back to the punai. Okay. <laughs> if I try to go around the back door. And these you say days, this. the times you need to have that conversation. Yeah, because that's not the type of thing you just decide you just go. I, 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 because I don't, I don't. I have, I, I have I to have, have a conversation about what it is that you like sexually. I have just gone and done it. You, you have. I, I know you have. You'd be surprised how many women don't want you to ask about it. What? Yeah. Oh, There's I want women, you to ask. I want, I'm gonna ask everybody. Well, we can't even talk about your butthole, Marlene, because you want to know <laughs> if they're gonna breathe on it or if they're gonna look at it. That's, so, yeah. that's different. I want, but some I women, I want to know. Some women, you're gonna leave me alone too. I've heard women, because I, I, I love you, I ain't gonna never do you. <laughs> but I've heard women say, Oh, I was so surprised. That was so hot that you just went up in there and just got in that thing. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> Mario. I don't know if you, if you, <clears throat> you just just whip out and and, and just do because you know I don't know. No, there are things so that need up to take it. your chances. Is that what you're saying? There are you, things you, that need you, up you, to you, so, so so flip that around and ask the women. Do y'all like if a man just coming there and then he start off one plate and all of a sudden he just just go back there and just bam and and, and do it. All right, man. <laughs> All right, well, we got Dianetta's answer. 
I love you, Dianetta, because I knew you was, I knew I could count on you to just go on and, and, and say the shit like it is. Mm. Mm. That's what happened to me the first time it happened. Yeah. They just did it, just put it in the hole. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Marlene. Hey, you know what would be a good thing? It is. Now I'm to count to three. One, two. Whoa! <laughs> oh, no. No, you can't do it like that. It's, it's how did steps that, to it. How did that happen? Yeah, it's going to happen, man. It's steps to it. We it's were having shots of tequila and a little something else. Okay. And, um... We just started messing around, and next thing I know, bloom, blam, bloom. I want, I want the virgin in the ass no more. Hey. And it, I mean, it, it felt pretty good to me. Yeah, the way it usually works. I mean, out, I, I hear it's amazing. The way it usually that. works out, there are steps to it. I ain't never like, if I'm with a woman. And I want to know how she feels about anal sex. It's not a question. Some people get, have you ever noticed that, like, we on here talking about sex, dick and pussy and cookies and just punani, all of that. But that's not generally how people talk to their mate. No, no, no. So, the way you find out is why you eating that, eating that cookie. You done lubricated the finger or you done ran your tongue across that thing a few times and you pick a finger yep. and poop, poop, poop. Why you eating that punani? And that is a sure way of her understanding and getting to know whether or not, and you to know whether or not she likes anal sex. Right. It, I'd be it, like, it, I, I made Don't the touch that made him think that, yes, I like it. And then, I mean, he was very gentle about it, but it, I ain't no over there talking that. shit. Marlene over there talking shit right now, because if she meet a man that she really, really like and eating that pussy and just boot pop that finger in that booty hole, I bet she, she don't get up and say, I'm going to kick his ass. No, oh, you ain't. Lord. No, no, not no, once you I'm see what it feel that. like. Not once I'm you see what it feel ass. like. You're going to be like, oh, baby, I, I'm, I'm oh, going to. Oh, baby, my Can ass. you do that again? <laughs> he ain't going to be able to keep Marlena's ass out of his face once he do it. Well, let me ask you this, Marlena. Have you ever had anybody to try it? No. So you don't know whether you like it or not. I'm telling them I don't like it. So, I, so I, you don't know whether you like it or not. I ain't going to ask you if you like it. No, I don't want to know if I like it or not because I ain't going to do it. Punani, and then I'm going to that tongue going to bang up you against that booty hole. I ain't going to do that. That tongue going to bang up I'll never give you none. I, that's you ain't getting none. You ain't you ain't touching me with your finger. I ain't putting my panties down for you nothing. I know. You know why? Because if you fuck, <laughs> you getting ready to get that booty hole tapped and love it and be mad at yourself that you waited all these damn years. Now to I'm going to have to kill your ass. That's what I would do. No, you Wing. know that. that is, you know how you're going to be trying to kill me if that happens? You're going to be trying to kill me by putting it on my face and smothering me. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> my name is not Marguerite. That, that's death by joy I'm right there. I'm not doing it at all. About their life. <laughs> I'm not doing it at all. Can you tell me why not? I just want to know. That's my butt. We know it's your butt. They say, <laughs> can I mention it? When they eat pussy, they eat pussy That's from where they pee from. So you, <laughs> what you saying? What you saying? 
That's my butt, though. Do you know it was your butt when they gave it to you? They know it's your butt, too. But that's where the dingling go. They want to show you what the to do. Dingling go in the pussy. No, dingling go in the booty hole, too. Women have multiple orgasms. Don't me. Don't go in mine. So you don't want them orgasms, huh? Andrea, you haven't said anything. How you feel about all this? She's busy laughing. That's why she said that. We, we, we think she laughing. Is that what you're doing? You laughing? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I've tried it. I've tried it once. What happened, uh, Andrea? Bad experience. <laughs> no, it, it really wasn't a bad experience. It was That's just good. the fact that it was, it was unexpected. Only thing I didn't like about it, but after I got my mind off of that, <laughs> it was all right. I just didn't like the fact that it felt because it was my first time, and I just felt like I had to boop. <laughs> right, 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 right. I understand that that would be your first reaction. <laughs> That was the only feeling about it I didn't like. I mean, I. Mm -mm. Did you have an mm. orgasm? See, now you asked too many questions. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, that was cold word for yes. <laughs> Thank you, was... Andrea. Well, we ain't got to ask Reese. We already know how no, you but feel. I, I still want to hear what Reese got to say about this. Reese, <laughs> how you feeling about this? You, you ain't said nothing in a minute either. What, what What's up? What you mean? How do I feel about what? <laughs> I guess how you that's feel? About uh, uh, anal. Oh, I love anal. Yeah. Mario already knew that. I oh, yeah. I love anal. I, I might have her. known, but not the people out there. Yeah, I always ask for it. You know what? I want to give them my email address because if you're wondering if your booty hole is good enough for it, just send me pictures up and I'm going to let you know. <laughs> 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 oh, I know mine is. Wait, wait it's well, a difference between know. saying that you dibble and dabble in it, but you saying you ask for it. <laughs> Some women, I think, you're I got a thing. Yes, I'm saying you saying you asked for it. Most women can say, you know, I, I I could take it or leave it, or you know, I'll do it. But you saying you oh, asked no, for it. I asked for it. Yeah. So Mario, you know, they have, yeah, do. they have to. They have to do it. Oh, um, what's your they address? Have to do address it. Where you live at? What's your address? <laughs> inbox that. Inbox that to me. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Hell, so I feel Mario, like I already it's a requirement for me. It's a requirement for me. You don't want to do it, then we don't have nothing to talk about. Oh my Ooh. God! Wait, I need a tissue. I heard that. I need a tissue. Wait. Oh my God! That is something that you rarely hear. <laughs> Tears of joy over here. Just Tito, give me a tissue. Wow. <laughs> and I. I guess I I'm an outcast. Like girl, I'm a three-hole kind of girl. Yep, a three-hole kind of girl. All women are heroes, but three-hole women are superheroes. They get the cape and the mask. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's me. That's it. When she walk in the room, she'll say, Boo -doo -doo -doo. 
Mm-hmm. Toot that ass right on up. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. But I have a theory. My theory was that women, not you, Marlena, because you know I love you, but I feel like a lot of women that don't want to do anal and just are uh, adamant about that shit, it's because something going on with that booty hole. It ain't, it ain't pretty. I ain't want my booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't pretty. It's like some little fingers and shit waiting back to grab a motherfucker. That's... Cause most her mouth flew open. Her mouth flew open and it dang. Marlena said that, hey, look, nothing's wrong with her booty hole. No, I believe that, but I know some other women who have said no, and they were adamant about it, and we still had sex, and then I found out why they was adamant about it though. And I I think that'd be the case a whole bunch of times. It'd just be some shit back there. You'd be like, oh my God, what's that? Well, you mean like they suffer from hemorrhoids or something? <laughs> yes, sir. Like there's some fingers waiting to grab you and guide you. Dick. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Wow. <laughs> that was just me being. That was just me being silly. <laughs> that was way too much. I mean, but if 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 they so got women, 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 uh, never get. Hemorrhoids from anal sex? No. You know what you get him? You know what you get hemorrhoids from? From straining. Straining. I know you yeah, get so straining. Why would you strain to get a, a a Johnson in there? That ain't how you do that. You know? <laughs> no, all you gotta do is relax and either take control or find a man to know what the hell he's doing. Relax your muscles. Yeah. But before you relax your muscles. Before you relax your muscles, let him lubricate a finger or two and get down there and eat that punani and just slowly, slowly, no, slowly he, he, he better not have some booty. alcohol. With some alcohol? What's wrong with your booty hole? Your booty hole drink? No, oh, I think knock my ass out with some alcohol. Oh, I thought your ass was a drink. I thought you was going to need a drink and booty hole was going to need a drink. Me, me ass. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought everybody needed a drink. They are knocked out. <laughs> you just gonna wake up with a sore booty hole. <laughs> Not my booty hole. Right? <laughs> well, hopefully it won't be sore. Hopefully he'll still take his time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Not the change. You'll just wake up with a sore booty hole. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully your booty hole ain't gonna be sore because it don't have to be sore. I, I don't think. Not. It don't have to be sore. All you gotta do is take your time. Ooh, There's two sphincters. There's two sphincters in there. There's outer sphincter, which is actually nothing to get beyond. But the second sphincter that's further up is what would cause pain if there's gonna be pain. That's why you gotta take your time. You gotta take your time. Put the first time he may not put it all in you because you may not be able to take it. Yeah, wear a butt plug. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna. Uh, subscribe to the fact that you might not be able to take it because I'm going to just say this. Ain't nobody that's going to listen to the sound of my voice nobody that's going to listen to the sound of my voice that ain't never looked back in the toilet and saw a turd and you was like God damn did that come out of me? And it didn't even bother you. So I don't know if I subscribe to all of that. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah but the theory on that one is that's going the way it was designed. So. 
it's still yeah. two spaces. It's still two spaces. It's one on the inside, one on the outside. But that that sphincter operates both ways. Obviously. Ain't no third that that be. So so would you so you over there? Um, I'm sorry, y'all. We. We, we be nasty some little. So you over there shitting cookie crisp? Is that what you saying, Marlene? <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so you, remember the little nuggets. I'm yeah. just saying the car ain't as big as a penis. Um. I mean, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just let that go. Penis. I mean, not a good man's penis, you know. Oh, so now, now, now that's a requirement to be a good man. You gotta have a big dick. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> so you saying in the past, Marlene, that no, no, no man has ever tried you in that way? We talk about what you like. And immediately I tell them that I am not into anal, so they don't try it. That, uh, you know what ain't anal? Me putting you on your hands and knees and eating you from the back and then all of a sudden just sticking my tongue in the ass. That ain't anal. That's anal play. And everything has always gone according to, 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 to the... To the to terms. Yes, everything has always gone that way. Yes. He's never get, <laughs> got enough to decide to, to go off the map. That's why she won't give me yeah. none. That's, That's right. How about you, Mario? How do you right. feel about it? I feel that if that's what she wants, I mean, that's what we'll do. But like, like uh, Reese said, most women don't just make say that's a requirement. Yeah, hey, come on in. But before we do, I just want to let you know you're you gonna, getting in these cheeks. You're gonna have to do anal. Now, come on in. You know, and most men will be like, "Where the cameras at? I'm being punk, right? Because this ain't usually the way this go." You yeah. know. Cause usually we have to do some coaxing and finessing to get to that point. You gotta eat the groceries. You gotta eat that ass in order to get it. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, you gotta eat that ass in order to get it. It ain't no shit where you just pop up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Usually you gotta put some work to, to you know, lay some yeah. foundation to get to that point. That's that part my lane is scared of. Being on a man's knees and that tongue hitting that ass because she like it and she hooked. <laughs> now well, you I understand what you said. Oh, make it sound so nasty. <laughs> Most women want you to be nasty with the shit. As long as you ain't doing it to a nasty individual, they want you to be nasty. If you ask have a you woman, ever, have you ever done some stuff so nasty you wake up in the morning and you look at this way? I can't believe. We just get this nasty shit. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did some, we did some nasty, yeah. But we, she wasn't nasty, so you know, it's the difference between being nasty and being trifling. So as long as you ain't trifling, we good. Well, ain't all of it nasty? No, ain't none of that shit nasty right there. Eating that cookie and mm -mm. that is nasty. No, like that, that ain't nasty. nasty. That ain't. Yeah, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it sound nasty the way I get to slurping and smacking on it. But no, other than that, it ain't nasty, baby. I mean, I don't mean nasty as in dirty. I mean nasty as in good. 
Ain't no such thing. You can't even put good and nasty in the same. Yes, place. you can. No, you can't because people get confused. Yes, you can. People get confused. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that. People get confused, baby. They, they do. I always now, say it depends on how you talk about nasty. I don't know. It depends on how you call me nasty. Like, I've had women to look at me and say, you was just a nasty motherfucker. And I love it. Now, that's different. Nasty and I love it. But no, ain't none of that shit nasty. It's all beautiful. I think sometimes when you in the moment, like we talking right now, when you, you, you know, wrap your mind around, you might say it's nasty, but when you in the moment, ain't nothing nasty. You know what no, I mean? No, you're right. You're right. right. You know, when you're we right just sitting that. here talking about it, and you just say, well, you got to be crazy doing no shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Lights go off and them hormones get to kicking. You know, and like she said, you wake up the next morning and be going, I can't believe I did that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it happened. I would well, share some shit, well, but we just, there's too many of us. <laughs> well, it was good and nasty then. Yeah, it was good and nasty. All right, well, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. I'm saying it could definitely be good and nasty. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes some people just be nasty, though. They just. But that's nasty trifling, and we don't want to talk about that. I, I just ate nothing. No, yeah, that's, a, that's a whole <laughs> different thing right there. Yes. That's not that's not good nasty. That's, that's nasty, nasty trifling. <laughs> nasty trifling, yeah. Yeah, that's nasty funky. Yeah, yeah I used to be a bartender mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes you see the guys be sitting at the bar and certain ladies that you would never think would do anything that you thought would be nasty, uh, especially professional women. And they be sitting there, man, that girl, that's a nasty chick right there. And then they start talking about what they do. And I'm like, what? Man, look, <clears throat> you'd be surprised this, this- about women executives. You'd be surprised. Yeah. I used no, to see this I woman. Would- I used to see this woman executive. Every time she came to D.C., every time she came to D.C., she would call me. And I met her because I called myself doing an escort kind of business but not sex just escorting people like to affairs and things like right. that and we ended up doing it and um she was a nasty, <laughs> she was nasty. <laughs> I was working with somebody else it wasn't something like this is my idea I'm gonna start an escort service I was just part of it but them women that that, that feel like they powerful and they're not married Man, they ain't looking for nobody to tie their ass down. They living their best life. But they like to get their swerve on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey. And I don't think it matters about a profession. It's like ragu, either it's in there or it's not. It doesn't. Yeah. Some of the nastiest women and men are professionals. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And some of them are professional at being nasty. That's right. true. True. In my heart, the heart, I just believe Nancy Pelosi is just nasty. I just believe it. Oh, yeah. Really? Nancy is a yes, real I freak. just believe Nancy Pelosi is nasty. Yeah, she a real freak. Because she can tell she still got a little vibe about her. Mm-hmm. She got a little verb about her, too. And she powerful. So I know she, yeah, she's making you, making you crawl across the floor to get it. 
Oh damn! Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she to the point where she ain't doing no crawling across the floor. But but yeah. Now, in your real life, when you start to date a person, someone that you find sexy and attractive and alluring, is it imperative that you hear from this person every day, or how do you feel about that? Oh hell no. <laughs> Hell no, what? I'm going to need for you to elaborate a bit. No. It's not imperative for me to hear from that person every day. Okay, maybe imperative was a a bad choice of word. Is it important to you to hear from that person every day? If I, you know, if I liked them that well, it would be, it would be really nice to hear from them every day, but you know, I don't think that was likely to happen. But it would be really nice, you know, if they would say good morning or good night, or you know, maybe call you doing a day, say how's your day going, how you doing. But in, like you said, imperative. No, it's not imperative, but it would be nice if you really feel in somebody like that that you hear from them every day. What about you, Diana? Um. If I really like the person, I no, I don't have to hear from them every day, but it would be a bonus to me if I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mario, would you would you think about that? Um, no, it is it's not imperative because um <clears throat> no, no, we changed the word from imperative to is it important? Is it something that you would want? <sighs> What stage are we in? You just met him, boy. Then you hear the question. Oh well, if we just if we just met him, no, no, it, it, it's not important to me. Uh, That's because he got he's still doing notches on his belt. Don't worry. <laughs> if he was really, really feeling somebody, Mario, if he was really, really feeling somebody, and I mean this person, but I mean the is the, the relationship or whatever is new, but if they called you every day just you know not no long conversation but just to say hey how you doing or left a voicemail if you just heard something from them every day that that wouldn't make you feel good not just not just <laughs> i guess but you know uh, sometimes i'm, I'm one track mind when i'm focused on what i'm focused on i, I could go days without calling people so it, oh lord uh-uh. <laughs> It is 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 not that important. But if we really get yeah. to the point where you know what I'm saying, where now I'm craving, I need your company or something like that. Yeah, I'm more of an imper need you by me person, more so than a phone person. Mm-hmm. Me, you? Feed me or leave me a ass alone. Oh, you in the what do you FFL think <laughs> Mario's in the FFL club. Fuck me, feed me, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, I, I ain't that bad. I'm saying I would rather have you in person <laughs> than on the phone. You know, <laughs> if that's the case. That's fucked up. Fuck them, find them, and leave. <laughs> so, what about you, Andre? Oh what, what, what do you think about that? I know I don't have to hear from a person every day, but a good morning text, how are your day text going? Or, you know, something like that. That's cool, but 
just on a regular. No, I don't have to. What about you, witness? What about you, Reese Reeves? I have to. Okay. That's the person that I am. And and I'm with you. I'm with you. If if you don't want to hear from me every day, I don't want you to be my girl. I don't want to be your guy. I don't. If if I mean for me, it's a whole package thing. Generally, we would be with someone whose voice does something for us. First of all, yeah, yeah. And if you don't want to talk to me every day, if you don't want to hear from me every day. I really don't want to be your guy. And I really don't want you to be my girl. I mean, I could send you a text. But I I also understand that we can't build anything from text messages because text messages are the easiest way to be misunderstood. I don't like text messages. Yeah. If I'm dating you, I don't want want that. No. So I, I need to hear from you. Somebody who kidnapped you and stuck your ass in a trunk could be answering your text on your phone. Right. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear your voice. I need to know that That's you are true. okay. And I need that thing and those things that I get from you when I talk to you. Because <laughs> we do have things to talk about. We're getting to know one another. We And, and you know, yeah, if you don't want to communicate with me, I just, I don't want to do it. The first time my daughter did that to me, you know, she she went out. And I sent her a message, asked her, was she okay? And she texted me. I called her and left her a message and asked her, was she okay? And she texted me back, mom, I'm okay. And I called her phone again. <laughs> and I called her phone again and I called her phone again and she answers the phone she says mom why you keep calling my phone I said because I needed to hear your voice to know that you're okay because I don't know who has your phone yeah you don't you don't but if I want to be with you <clears throat> well like I said we, we met and we're meeting and we got shit to discuss we got things to talk about we can't talk about shit in a text. I need to know what you like, what you don't like. I need to know if I can touch a booty hole, if I can breathe on it. I need to know these kinds of things. <laughs> That's right. You need to communicate that. Yeah, I need to know about you know. Yeah, we that some things you don't just wait for in person. So I agree with you on that. Some shit sometimes you need to talk about stuff first. And if you don't want to talk to me, then I don't really, I don't want to be bothered. I don't. Felicia, how do you feel about that? Felicia, are you here? I see. Oh, she might still be at work. Yeah, I I do. I need the communication. Communication is really, really good. You run out? No, I've never done that because it's an evolution. No, me neither. Because once we've talked about everything that we could possibly talk about, concerning the two of us then when I call you our conversations aren't long conversations this is how was your day let me tell exactly. you about mine and right. look uh, I will talk to you tomorrow have a wonderful evening good night 
Right. Right. I mean, you've done you've done your preliminary. You've gone through the interview process. That's what I call it. When mm-hmm. you had them long conversations, that's the interview process. And so now it's just, uh, just I'm just this is just, just a, a hey, how you doing, baby? Yeah, baby. I'm just checking on you. Just yeah. Goodbye and All right. Good day, and you have a good night. I'll talk to you in the morning or whatever. I'll talk to you tomorrow, whatever. Yeah, because I gotta know that you okay before I close yeah. my eyes. This is who I am. Before I lay down and close my eyes, I gotta know that you are okay. I heard your voice. I know you was alright. Plus, like I said, I need what your voice does to me. You just press it when you when you ain't doing good. What'd you say? What'd you say, Mario? That's why I keep me a box of medic alert braces. I just issue them out. When you ain't doing good, press it. I'll come. <laughs> You are oh my God. God. Oh, damn. <laughs> wow. Damn. Good present. I'll come running. You're an asshole. <laughs> Somebody gonna come damn. running. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like I said, yeah, I said it. You're an asshole. Hey, but I'm the type of person that, you know, like when I when I first got married, she she we, we hung out, she came through. <laughs> For that weekend, she ain't never go home. We got married. That's the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She came through one weekend. She ain't never go home. I feel that. I feel that. I certainly feel that. Yeah. So, I mean. So now you ain't got to call nobody every day because you right there. Yeah, you right. You, you right there. Now I just got to <laughs> find a way to uh, move all your shit into this one bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, everybody is on y'all. I mean, y'all are, uh, are really cool, you know, saying that y'all got to be in contact with them every day. I just hope I'll get to that level at some point. Well, we're not all built the same. I we don't, but I ain't going to send no med- medical alert. <laughs> <laughs> we don't all require, we don't all require the same thing. I don't. But I ain't going to send him no medical alert. Tell you that right But well, I'll take your medical alert because you know I'm a heart patient. So I'll accept it. And see, and that's what I'm saying. As soon as you press that button and, 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 and my phone go off, and she need help. Press it every damn day. <laughs> oh. Send me one, please. Uh, you one, my ass going to be sick every damn day. Marlena, send me you, one. Can, you can really get one. <laughs> You getting ready to get one with a dead body? <laughs> yep. Go on Amazon and order me a whole bunch of damn batteries. No, when you open that thing up to put the battery in, the wires will be gone. You done messed up. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Per precedent, only thing she want to know is what you doing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, yeah, don't be sending me no damn text talking about what you doing. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> My closing thoughts are this. Come join us in the boom boom room. 40 and up backup group on Facebook. This is what we do every day. It's a place to be like home away from home. Your safe place within your safe place. Come visit us. There's no bullying. No BS, no badgering, no disrespect. It's just somewhere to be. Yes, sir. Anybody else want to got anything to uh, add out? Uh, beautiful, lovely ladies. Anybody got something to say? We love y'all. 
Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being <laughs> said, thank you guys. Be for safe me. and know that we love you. Yes, and that's coming from Miss Dianetta. All right, what about you, Andrea? Anything to, to close it out? Then we're going to swing it on around to you, Miss Witness Protection. Just be safe out there. Wear your mask, keep them on. Don't take that shot. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all for hanging out with us once again. Don't forget uh, the Boom Boom Room 40 and backup group. If you're out there, you need a place to hang out and chill, uh, type it in, join. And um, enjoy yourself. Have fun. Life is too short to be stressing and worried about things, even though that's in our nature. But come hang out with us for a little bit. And even if only for a moment, check it at the door and we, you'll have some fun. And with that being said, the Boom Boom Room 40 and Up Facebook group is out. Thank you, guys. My own.